0: You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Lee, and I am here for deep, soul-level conversations and connections about spirituality to step into a deeper understanding of what lies on the other side of the veil. As a social impact entrepreneur, founder of the Moon Temple Mystery School, high priestess and ritualist, I am shining a light on walking the awakening path and how it weaves into our daily lives. I invite you to take a deep breath. Leave what you know at the door and step into the mysteries with me. Welcome back to another episode, another exciting episode. And I am super excited today to have Whitney Freya back. And I hope that you've listened to our first show. And if you haven't, you are going to meet this wonderful human who is an author and a life artist. And she teaches people how to go within and reconnect to their inner power wisdom and what inspires you and and also what challenges you and how to free your mind. She is the creator of the Festival of Feminine Power and Artistry, which we're going to get deep into today because it's super amazing. And she is bringing together special teachers and creatively fit coaches to really explore the aspects of feminine power through different variations of creation. And one of the things I love the most about Whitney is she says that she is the element of metal and therefore a conductor of energy and expression. Well, welcome
1: back, Whitney. And now, should, I, should we call you Whitney or Whitney Freya? Oh, Whitney's fine, but, um, but I do love to bring Freya in whenever. But I love when people email me or call me Freya instead of Whitney. And that's all good, too. So either way it works, totally. I
0: I tend to just call you Whitney Freya like it all just it's like just flows together for me. So welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here
1: Me too. I love um always all of our interactions now that we've gotten to have some more since our last conversation on your podcast and um Oh, the magic is just popping and crackling. You were you a huge part of the creation of the festival, actually. So mm-hmm. it's so appropriate that we're <laughs> talking about it again.
0: I'm, I'm still floating in this energy of being able to participate in the process of recording my own process now of how I create rituals and how I interact with the energy of a painting that flows through me. Because it's a, it's a, it's a transmission. It's a it's a way of stepping out of my everyday humanness to go within to see what wants to come out. And I would never have known that I was even capable of doing that if it wasn't for our first conversation, which then led me to take the 22-Day Green Tara Painting Challenge and it literally changed my life. And I, I, I've i sent so many people your way, as I'm sure you know, because people are like, when, when you paint? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, I mean, that is the outcome of the process, the ritual that I'm participating in. But it absolutely changed my life.
1: Yes. And you know, what's coming to me right now in a whole new way because of you just starting to paint is that for anyone who's listening, who is... Um, you know, tapped in uh, for whom your infinite self, your spiritual life is a top priority and you know who you are, right? You're on the mm-hmm. precipice leaning into the mystery and what's coming and the shift and all of that. When you start painting, you will channel energy and wisdom and a presence that is palpable and magical and very dynamic and alive right now because There is no level of existence on this planet that isn't crying out for change. And as humans, it is our creative nature that will create the change right like that's how Mm -hmm. things shift and how we step into new systems and paradigms we make new rules and we create new structures and that requires us to let go of the known and step into the unknown and for a population of people which most of us in the Western world were raised where the logic and the rationality and the science and the bottom line and the proof is what got the recognition and where we, you know, were recognized as successful and what got listened to. Um, none of that wants or resonates with change or knows what to do with it. Right. So it's literally those of you who are interested in consciousness, you know, and expanding your your capacity to to live and be and create on this planet. When you start painting, big change happens, which is exactly what you've just experienced, Haverly. So it's so exciting. You
0: you you literally just summarized the whole show. We could just (laughs) stop there and just put that on repeat. (laughs) I'm like, I, I got I got nothing to say now that that is that is that is a hundred percent true. And everyone that's listening to the show is on that path. Yes. I mean, if you've been listening to Grit and Grace, right? and all of the work that we're, you know, as humans doing, I bring in the collective energies that are different, right? Everyone is bringing their mysteries forward in different ways. And so I love sharing that here on the show, number one. And number two, I really like that you spoke, Whitney, about how, You know whatever it is that you're studying, and you used a lot of very good esoteric terms. But really, the truth is, if you know that there's a higher version of you that you haven't tapped into yet, this is this is a way. This is just this is just a path, and it's really interesting because even, even in this process, I experienced what you described as what we're supposed to do, right? People asking me, "Why well, aren't you just painting to see what it looks like at the end? What do you mean you painted over it? You painted over it again? you you painted over it again. And, and I'm like, yeah. And people are, are like, well, what happened? It's like the switch got flipped. And that is, that's how I describe me creating um, art is that the the switch just got flipped because i didn 't look at it like you have to do it this way, this is the end result. like we took the, the the patriarchal part of creation out of it, and I just let it keep going and going and going because the truth is you can 't fuck it up because you can paint over it, you can
1: do it again <laughs> exactly exactly and this is this is the old soul painting right like mm-hmm. we 've always known like we 're here right now on planet earth to be a part of the change. You know, we came Mm -hmm. here because we, some of us are back from the future, right? Like there is, this is a very potent, powerful time. And so when the old soul picks up a paintbrush and like you said, taps into this new paradigm of painting. um, I mean, I've had experiences where the paintings are literally, alive. Like there's a mm-hmm. there's a spirit, there's a transmission that comes through. There's an activation that happens within us. It's like, oh yeah, I'm here to create. You know, this is the I am presence, for example. Like mm-hmm. this is you are, I am whatever I declare, whatever I decide. This is our personal sovereignty and our personal divinity. And it's made visible when we paint. And you just think about mm-hmm. the fear That, you know, our human selves have the way we were trained, you know, oh, I can't even draw a straight line. I can't draw a stick figure. I'm not creative. That is on the way out. And, Mm -hmm. and people have that fear around the canvas because of the fact that it's going to result in your infinite self, your creator self really taking over. And so Mm -hmm. the resistance is just your individual human, you know, ego, which is not a bad thing, but the ego is not meant to steer the ship. The ego is meant to individualize us in a beautiful way. The ego isn't meant to keep us separate and tell us we're not enough. And this creator energy that you've tapped into that's taken me over for the last 25 years um, is a personal liberation. It's a journey of liberation. And, And it meets people where they are, like it will meet you where you are. And one of
0: the beautiful things that I I like that you do, Whitney, is that you share a lot of vulnerability. And if anybody takes your classes or participates in your groups, you see you you can see and experience this firsthand. Like you're, we're doing it alongside you. It's it's not as if you know you are past experiencing what we all go through when we step in front of the canvas. Like you are sharing that always. It always happens. And I'm sitting here looking at this painting that I did the first month that I was in Hawaii, and I call her the Sea Queen, and I say that she has been watching over me since I've been here and she, she communicates to me like regularly there is an interaction energetically that takes place between <laughs> this painting and myself and, and it is it's um it's really interesting how it even changes the energy field in which you communicate with yourself after you've completed that. Like when that painting says, oh, I'm done. When, for me, my paintings just speak to me and say, thank you. I'm done. And I'm like, okay,
1: <laughs> onward we go. Right? So that's that energy too of, of like looking for it. Like the painting emerges Right, mm-hmm. it's like Michelangelo said, you know, he's just liberating the the figures from the rock. It's not this mm-hmm. feeling of like I am making this. It's like I'm mm-hmm. getting to witness the the apparition, the the you know coming to life of of a wisdom, of a frequency, of an energy that is symbolized by the colors and the shapes in our paintings. Um, but they're very much alive. It's very much alive. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk about the festival because this is so exciting. And, you know, I've said this to you a handful of times and I'll keep saying it: is thank you for including me. I'm excited to be one of the teachers that got to bring forward for me. I brought forward the witch goddess and thank you for allowing me to participate because even that itself was magical. And and I love that you have 21 people coming together to create their expression of feminine power and artistry. So tell us how the festival, like, where did this come from? Yes.
1: Well, so, so first in the first podcast, I know we talked about my most recent book, 30 Days to Unstoppable, be the dream made visible and, and The basic foundation of that book is that when we receive the kind of ideas or dreams or vision that like speak to our heart and our core, you know, whether it's something you've always wanted to do or something brand new that you see and just resonates with you so deeply and lights you up and, you know, gets you really excited. Um, What I'm suggesting is that those are dreams, experiences, solutions to problems that want to come into this physical reality. And you're being asked basically to be the portal or the conduit, you know, to birth this creation. Um, It's like the universe wants this to be experienced on planet Earth and it needs a human to create it Materialize it onto this, you know, earthly reality. And so, so I was sitting in my studio on February 10th. Like, this all happened so quick. And it mm-hmm. was my day after being gone all of January in Chile paragliding. Um, it was my day to journal and I was doing my kind of year ritual, you know, pulling cards for each month and just being quiet and painting. And, and so I asked myself, like, okay, what do I, Want What do I desire? And, and when I'm asking myself that it's like, what am I being called to? And whatever we're being called to is going to resonate with that kind of joy and and excitement that we have, because your passion is your passion so that you're engaged in creating, you know, that frequency into reality. So, um, so I said, I want to do more collaborative projects with my creatively fit coaches that are, you know, 400 plus worldwide, and they're just all magical beings. I love them so much. And, and I love when we co-create together. Um, I want to do something that uses art as a form of activism um, because it's so powerful to to paint images that are communicating a message. You know, they need no translation um, and it can inspire people to paint, you know, when you connect it to a message or a cause or something. And I said, and I want to raise money for, you know, I want to use this platform to raise money for people who, um, you know, need it. And so literally within seconds, I mean, it was almost like hearing, I don't hear things, I just get the thoughts, but immediately it was, and it was like, I spoke it as I heard it, a festival of feminine power and artistry. And immediately it was like, okay, we're going to, it's, it's, it's not going to be a summit. You know, it's not going to be one of these online interviews. It's, it's going to be painting. It's Oh, it's going to be a course. It's going to raise money you know, and March is women's month. So we're going to promote it all of March and, and invite people to paint, to connect to aspects of feminine power and artistry, and then join the, the festival. And so almost immediately, um, things started coming together, including your email telling me how mm-hmm. you're still painting and if there's anything I can do to support you. And then mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, yeah, we have special guests, we have special guests, <laughs> featured teachers. And um, so I invited you right away in that, like, you were the first person I invited because I, I hadn't oh, really, yeah, I
0: hadn't even. and Do you know that I didn't even know what I said yes to? <laughs> like, I had no idea. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I had no idea that that's what we were doing. Right. You just, you spoke words and I said, yes, that's what happened. And then when I got the email, of what we're doing, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, with you, when you ask and my body says yes, I say yes. Like, that's how I love that. Well, and-, and you are such a powerful channel.
1: Well, thank you. I mean, that's, that's how you become unstoppable, right? Is recognizing Mm -hmm. that this festival wanted to come through me and I am in alignment. I'm the perfect human being to birth this into reality, but I didn't have to say yes. And it wasn't my idea. It was given to me. And, um, and then when that, when you say yes to those unstoppable dreams, you know, life does, it comes up to support you. You don't have to figure everything out. You just stay present and, you know, like mm-hmm. I did with you and, and invited you right away to be a part of it. And then I reached out to a couple other friends that I just immediately knew. And um, and within a week, we had graphics and, you know, the page and 21 people. And um, it's just been amazing. So these unstoppable dreams become something you're almost watching come through you, you know, because there is mm-hmm. a, a slight you know, energy of detachment because you, you're fully aware that this is coming through you, that this is not my agenda. Like my March Mm -hmm. got crazy busy all of a sudden, right? Like that wasn't, none of that was in the plan. Um, and that's the best, That's the best, you know, don't overthink your life, Mm -hmm. like respond to Mm -hmm. those impulses and a festival of feminine power and artistry is going to help you get to know this power that you have within you in so many different ways. Um, And of course it's not just for women because we all have feminine and masculine Mm -hmm. in us. And so we're looking forward to our men joining us as well. But um, yeah, it's going to be a kaleidoscope of, of ritual and, or I like to say archual and um, painting Mm. and symbols. And, you know, one woman is painting um, the Reiki symbols because Mm. there's a part of the symbol is actually connected to the women shaman. Um, We have a woman doing a beautiful archual around a willow tree. And then we've got Isis and, you know, we've got goddesses and earth elements and it's just going to be such an incredible journey of exploration what is the
0: hashtag it is uh festival of
1: feminine power and artistry all spelled out and
0: and so we'll put that in the show notes. But if you go on Instagram and you search that hashtag, you'll start to see a whole bunch of us that have been posting little bits, right? Little teasers of what's created. And, and when I went and searched that hashtag, my mind was like, wow. Like I can feel it in my body, what's being created. And, and you know, I don't I don't actually really know anybody else that's participating other than you. And yet I already know them, yeah. like just stepping in and, and a bunch of them, I've, I've messaged a bunch of them, especially there's one that's in Hawaii. And, you know, I've, I've connected to some of the, Creatively Fit Coaches and it's really beautiful like you can feel what's coming together and it's super uh, it's going to be super transformative for those that are participating especially if they haven't found a way yet to allow this expression to come through them and so Uh I invite people that it doesn't matter if you have ever picked up a paintbrush since elementary school or not it doesn't matter if you have ever participated in anything like this if you don't consider yourself you know knowledgeable are skilled, it really means zero. And I'm speaking from experience.
1: <laughs> exactly. I already have, as soon as you um, join the festival, there are um, two painting video workshop lessons that I created just for the festival, just for people who've never painted before. So mm. if you know nothing, you can enroll and watch those lessons and get your supplies right away. Um, it's so exciting. I actually honestly get the most excited when people comment, hello, I'm happy to be here. I've never painted before. I'm just like, oh, yes, like they mm-hmm. are going to experience such magic. So it is really mm-hmm. a beautiful opportunity for anyone to hop in and, and you know, check out like how you paint, like what comes through, like what alchemy is going to happen because, you know, alchemy is when uh, two or more disparate elements come together to create something new. So the more you are intimidated or afraid or not comfortable or don't think painting is for you, the more magic is going to happen. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it's true, and and your lessons are good because you you give some the intros are going to be really good for people because you give little tips and tricks on little things that it's just you could you'll figure it out eventually if you mm-hmm. paint long enough but you save people time by by making it simpler and, and you also give a list of supplies that are not difficult to procure you can get them preferably at a local store and support some local in yes. your community yes. if you cannot then of course get it online but of, our, our preference is to get it local funny enough where i'm at in hawaii there's one main art store and when i went in to buy the first canvas it was my second day here and i bought the largest one they had which is the size of a door like i i prefer the big size canvases cuz i can move my body when i paint so i definitely prefer that and um it's locally owned and i didn't realize this but when i went to get the canvas for the witch queen it was exactly 30 days later and because they remember me and they're like oh did you finish the painting cuz i bought their one big canvas i said Yes, actually, I'm looking for another canvas, and they're like, "Oh!" And I, I kind of just thought about it and realized it was exactly the same day. One month later, that I bought the second canvas, but I loved supporting the local, yes. the local store, so I was able to get all my supplies. And and really, I I even talk in my video that you don't need much. I mean, my my easel was a, a clothes drying rack. <laughs> With a, a a dollar store um, shower curtain wrapped around it, and it, it was propped up. Like I, you don't, you don't need you don't need any crazy fancy yep. materials. I mean, you can, but you don't need it in order to participate and allow this creative process to unfold.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, most of the paintings in my career I've done at the kitchen table with no easel, no nothing. I, I actually prefer yeah. to paint flat, although. You know, in my new studio, I do paint up and down. Um, But one of the things I'm so excited about with this festival um, that came up in the Tara course, which, you know, like you mentioned, you've taken. So in the Tara course, we're learning about green Tara and her 21 aspects, which when you learn about Tara, you're learning about yourself. Like these are all different Mm -hmm. aspects of you. And I had so many women just it was like the first time. You know, there are a lot of us, and I remember when I went from not understanding that there are the feminine strengths and superpowers versus the ones I was raised with, um, you know, that are masculine, that I began to learn more about who I am and what makes me so special. And so when you learn about these feminine, whether it's a goddess or elements or mother earth, um, you're actually learning about yourself. And there are powerful things that you do that you just are not even aware of how amazing they are. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. learning about the goddess Bhuvaneshwati, who um, Denise in Jamaica is painting the goddess Bhuvaneshwati. She is the goddess of creative infinite space. Um, in the tantric pantheon. And so her superpower is literally creating space for new beginnings, dreams come true, whatever. And of course, the, the feminine symbol for this is the womb, which is empty space within which new life is created. The blank canvas is space. On that blank canvas, anything can happen. So the, the canvas is an example of space being created. All of you who lean in when a friend tells you a new Idea That they have, you know, and you lean in and you're like, tell me more. Well, what if you did this or I have a friend I can introduce you to, right? You're creating space for their dream, their vision to expand. And then we all know what it's like when people don't create space. You know, when we tell them something we want to do, I'm thinking of moving to Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii is expensive. And, you know, Mm. it's long, it takes a long time to get there. And, you know, they just shut you down. And so creating space is a tremendous superpower. And I, I read about this through the goddess Bhuvaneshwati, and I was like, damn, I do this really well. Like, I didn't even realize this was a superpower of mm-hmm. mine, right? So as women, we're taking back our power that we didn't even know we had. We didn't even know we had it. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's, it's, I love that reflection. That's a beautiful reflection that there are so many gifts in who we are that are often just unexplored or have not been deemed as a gift, right? It's been deemed as too feminine or too emotional or too big. And so we, we get, we, we take it away.
1: Right. Right. In a perfect, or it gets
0: shoved under.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a perfect example is kind of the evolution of, of, of the professional woman, right? Like for a long time, up until I think, very recently for women to be successful out in the, you know, career world, they had to act like men, right. They pretty much like, I can do what you can do. And now what's coming, the, the, the power in whether it's business or anything, but that's such a, you know, obvious example, women are showing up in the business world as the feminine, as the empowered feminine, you know, with their wisdom and their intuition and their compassion and their inclusivity and wanting to, you know, share the profits and not trying to hoard and, and keep it all for themselves. Like, this is how powerfully the, the world can change and will change when more of us, each one of us that takes back, you know, every time we take back a power, each time we learn a new aspect of our feminine power and artistry, we change the world and we change the future. And we really need it right now. I hope you all yes, join us. Yes, we really need it.
0: We want, we, we want everyone to experience it and participate. And a portion of the proceeds are going to a really good cause. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. So pretty much the same day that I um, all this happened on February 10th, um, you know, one thing led to another. And I ended up reading about this woman in Africa whose uh, in her think early fifties right now, but at 12, um, she was forced, um, to have female genital mutilation and, um, she has created, you know, homes for girls to come to so many different resources. She's a complete powerhouse. And so she led me to an organization that is a whole women, um, run fund that supports five nonprofits that help young women and girls escape female genital mutilation. And so um, a minimum of 70% of our net profits are going to that fund to support those five nonprofits. Um, and then we are going to do, uh, it's still crystallizing, but we're gonna do a, like an online auction or a, um, a collection. We're calling it the Festival Collection to raise money. And I have a feeling that, that those proceeds are gonna go to the Ukraine. Ukraine. Mm. Because I'm mm-hmm. just yeah, I can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. that. So, um yeah, so we're going to create some powerful change in many ways with this festival.
0: Right. And so it I mean, all of this makes every little bit worth it because tell tell our listeners the cost of the the program, the festival is not expensive either.
1: Yeah, so it's $111 and I mean, that includes <laughs> yeah, 21 Um, about one hour painting workshops so 21 different paintings Um, I think some people are going to do it in journals I'm actually kind of excited to get a journal and do all the paintings Mm. in a journal Um, you can paint on canvases you could paint one canvas you know you could paint over and over Um, but they are going to be robust workshops and then I'm going to personally interview each of the teachers and those will be being added to the festival throughout April and May probably um, where I get to have a conversation with the artist and really unpack what they learned about themselves and what their painting the goddess the aspect of feminine power and artistry has in a very practical way I am very very interested in helping people take this information that they learn at the canvas and make it work for you in your life like you are a life artist your life is the art and we can all learn how to more consciously create more of what we want how to imagine into more of what we want rather than stressing and worrying, which is imagining what we don't want, you know, and we allow these, these big conflicts and, and upheavals and and the destructuring that's happening on our planet right now. We allow those that, that get us, you know, so um, you know, whether it's angry or, you know, passionate for a cause, we allow what's going on to inspire musings on where we want to go. you know what are all the ways that uh, this conflict in Europe and Eastern Europe is going to perhaps eradicate war is going to remove the toxic masculine from our planet is going to accelerate our shift into greener energy like there's so many things that can happen from this and the more of us that imagine into, you know, a world with greater compassion and feeling more interconnected, uh, the easier it can happen. So, right.
0: And the less division, I mean, I, that's definitely yeah. being highlighted after the last couple of years, how much, how divided we are. If there's, you know, one other piece that I see really coming through this is how are we experiencing division or how are we allowing ourselves to participate in this great divide? Yes. That's. All of that is is really wonderful. And I'm going to go back to this price because for $111 to get all of this... This is, this is really amazing, Whitney. You are doing such good work in the world. I'm I'm super uh, super excited to be a part of it. I, I will tell you that there was a couple of days when I finished The Witch Queen that I was emotional. And I know that part of it is because I'm using, reclaiming a word, the word witch. I'm reclaiming it in all of my teachings and work that I'm doing. And there is a lot of powerful energy in that. Knowing that using that word for me now, I'm, I'm safe. And that thousands and thousands and thousands of women have died. Uh, whether or not they were even witches, um, but that word itself carries a lot of emotion for me. So following, finishing that painting, I know that those that participate in bringing, you know, bringing out the inner witch is going to, you know, we're going to feel this shift in so many ways.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's a collective wounding, you know, that's happened, uh, I mean, on so many levels. And for women, you know, for us to show up in our power and express ourselves was not allowed, you know, for Mm -hmm. most of history. And really right now is one of the first times that as women, we can do this. And, and so there are wounds that we're holding. The witch wound is a huge one. And I talk about that Mm -hmm. with my coaches all the time, because when it comes time, you know, to start doing the videos and showing up as a teacher, a lot of women, you know, hold back, they shrink back. And I'm like, you're safe right now. You're safe this lifetime right? Mm -hmm. You might've been burned at the stake before. You might've witnessed friends and family suffer for speaking out, but we're safe this time. And, and acknowledging that and understanding that is, is very powerful. And, Mm -hmm. and I think it, it, you know, it's a truth. And so not understanding that is, um, you know, it's waiting to be understood. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. needs to be understood because it's playing playing a role.
0: I started a Facebook group a uh, very short period of time ago because I've been resisting doing work on Facebook and in groups just because it's Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I got over that and created a group that I wanted to explore this idea of reclaiming our own personal power. And I called it witch power because those are two very triggering words. And it has grown so fast, so quickly. And I, I go live once a week and just give away like tons of free content and ask questions every day for people to explore. And so much of this is getting a. Uh, through people right now at rapid pace, like faster than ever, like faster than ever, you know, we're, we're able to recognize, oh, I can feel this, this, I don't know why I feel this. I know that it's there. I can feel the wounds or the edges or the upper limits that we've put on ourselves or has been put on us. And I'm ready to break through it. It's happening faster than I have ever experienced, right? You and I, we're, we're here at a time where it's like everything is lightning speed. And The painting slows it down, it brings it down, allows you time to process, allows you time to integrate, which is beautiful.
1: Yeah, that's really important. Actually, I'm I'm connecting the fact that growing up, I was a swimmer, competitive swimmer. That's what I did. And so I spent hours and hours and hours from, you know, eight to 18, just staring at the bottom of the pool, listening to my air bubbles or whatever. And I noticed that when I stopped swimming, I noticed and missed that time, just that open time. I did not miss the chlorine. I did not miss lots of things, but, um, but this is what painting does for us as well. Right, Because there are big energies. There are big transformations wanting to happen for all of us. There is big wisdom coming through. We're being encouraged to take back this power. And if you don't slow down, if you don't get quiet and you don't get with yourself, it's going to have much more of a frenetic energy. Um And, you know, we've all experienced that scattered where you're dropping things and you're losing things and all of that. It's because we're not spending the time to really kind of be the container and receive and process and integrate. And the canvas does that because, you know, you get out the supplies and you're going to spend at least 20 or 30 minutes focusing on what do I want to create? And then that pattern, that neural pathway that, is that what do I want to create here? That ripples out into everything you do and changes
0: everything. Can I tell you something really interesting? <laughs> do you know what happens to me, whether I'm in Hawaii or at home, when I go two days without any painting? Is I, I feel it building in me. I feel it building. And I, I start to long for even 10 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes of free time to be in front of the canvas. And I mean, I might not even be in the middle of anything, but just to allow, like I start to long for little bits of time. So during busy days and it's hard cause I'm in Hawaii. So there's like the ocean right there and I'm in a jungle and there's the volcano right there. And, and yet I still, I still long to have those moments. It's like my whole body just goes. <sighs> and so I, I, I think it's funny that I will squeeze every little bit that I can in front of my canvas now. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful. And, and Whitney, thank you. Thank you for putting this together. Thank you for including me and all of the amazing participants and teachers. And thank you for being a channel for making positive change on this planet. It's always my honor and pleasure to speak with you.
1: Thank you, Taberle. The feeling is mutual. And, um, and I just, Um, my work right now is opening up to hold as much space as possible for this festival. Um, you know, we can raise so much money for these girls. I mean, just imagine, you know, Mm -hmm. adding on or building another home for girls to come live in when their villages ostracize them, kick them out, shame them, um, for not participating in this ritual. Like it is mind blowing and we could do that. We could, we could raise enough money to make such a huge difference in so many girls' lives.
0: And I wanna go into that for a moment because you might know this, Whitney, that my background is in nonprofit management. So I've worked with international nonprofit organizations all over the world. And I will tell you that people are not aware that this practice still exists, right? Yes. They take away uh, the woman's ability to be able to have pleasure, to have orgasms. They take it away, they cut it out of them. Yes. And it is not not done as a health preventative or any such ways. It's a way to control a woman's ability to have pleasure because to them, like in certain parts the world when a woman has pleasure and that makes them powerful and they want to keep them small and subdued exactly. so exactly. I, I know this topic very well and it is um this is a very worthy very worthy way and and listen i don't i don't even care if you do any of the paintings but right. if you participate just to support that cause like that right there is a win although there are many ways to get involved but yes thank you for 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 putting up a that at the forefront of the festival. You're
1: welcome. I mean, I'm looking on the, the donor direct action is the fund, the women's fund and on it, it says 4.1 million girls were at risk of undergoing FGM in 2020. So that's a number from 2020 4.1 million. And, you know, and it's not just that they cut out their genitalia. They, they do it with like a tin can lid Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. the woman who founded this one nonprofit, I, I, you know, I don't know if this happens with everyone, but they tied her legs open for six days Mm -hmm. so that she wouldn't heal, you know, closed. And it's just like, and as long as any woman is experiencing this on this planet, none of us are free. None of us are liberated. So it is really, really important. Um, We do have a direct link um, on the sales page where you can donate directly to the fund. You know, if you want to just go right through them. Um, we also have the ability for you to purchase multiple tickets to the festival, um, uh, so that you could gift this for friends. Um, so yes,
0: I will put that in the show notes as well, the direct link. Um, and I do encourage people to, to buy one, give one, buy one, give one, buy one, give one, and we will put this far and wide and do what we can to bring as much money to this cause.
1: Thank you, Taverly. And 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 have so much fun. So much have so fun. much fun.
0: It's so much fun. Like this is it's 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 also really fun. This is the the big part of it. It's not just deep ritual work. Although if you watch mine, you're gonna do deep ritual work because those that know me know that I do deep rituals. You're gonna do deep ritual work, but you're also gonna have a really good time.
1: Absolutely. And I have a feeling that there will be a way we'll be able to send images at least to these nonprofits mm-hmm. and to the women so that the images and our energy. Energy, you know that uplifting energy of mm. women all around the world supporting them. That they'll be able to receive that. How amazing will wow. that be? Yeah, my
0: whole my whole body just went cha-ching. <laughs> Whoa! Like that would be that would be the a, a final beautiful way to bring this all together. I love it. Absolutely. I love 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 it. Yeah. All right. Woo. Thank you so much for joining me, Whitney. And for those of you that are listening, thank you for joining us for another episode of Grit and Grace. And the best way that you can support this show is to share it. Of course, we. Always appreciate your rating and review, but really sharing is caring. So if there's someone that you think would be interested in this or just anybody that you know, send it, send the show, give them the link, invite them to listen. Thank you again. And we will be back. Thank you for joining us today on any of your favorite listening apps we would really appreciate a rating and review and if you're looking for more information make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you